Role play. When things get serious, you've bought a property and it gets to settlement, won't settle, hasn't settled. What are your options? What do you do? James had it happen to him yesterday. Stay tuned. morning mark episode 542 um you sold but you can't settle that's good a good amount of episodes um yeah sold. sold but can't settle so interesting um when this come when it comes down to this and it happens um it's actually happened in a couple different scenarios in the office lately um one with a property that was that finally settled yesterday um but there's a couple of reasons why people are holding back at the moment um what can you do if you sounds <laughs> yeah it, it is and it was um there are a couple of different reasons why you can't settle it might be because there's not a document um from the banks or something along the lines that just holds up the paperwork side of things um yeah but from the emotional side of things can we, actually can we do it for dummies first can we just do the dummy version of like don't know about real estate what is settlement exchange and for within 10 seconds Yep, yep, yep. Go. Shoot. Okay, so what happens is when you agree on a price to buy a property and you bought the property, that's when you see the sold on a signboard. Normally, it's agreed between the clients that it settles and normally that settlement period is on or about six weeks' time. So in six weeks' time, everyone agrees that all the money is going to be changed over. So you're normally up on the exchange, you pay 10%. At the end, you pay your 90%. That's when you get your key. So the day before you get your key, you inspect the property, go, this is the property, I'm happy with it. And the solicitors talk, money banks talk, money changes hands. That is a settlement. Yeah, thank you for that lovely explanation. Thank you. <laughs> with hands. That's, yeah, looking looking real good. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so there's there's usually uh, your 42-day period on the contract. That the final day of settlement is when the change, the keys change hands, when the money's changed hands. Um, there have been a couple of different reasons why in, internally, but in the office, a couple of deals we've worked on where maybe the vendor has wanted to change their mind. Um, there's one yesterday with a property in Freshwater that we've just sold where the vendor just simply didn't have the documentation ready. Um, and that can hold up the whole process. And there can be some pretty severe penalties um, if, if either side can't settle um yeah. however it is it is more favorable on the vendor side isn't it as opposed to the purchaser side um if the purchasers can't settle they can get penalized heavily but if the vendor settles purchasers need to move into the house they're usually looking to make the move on the next day or the following couple of days so we had an interesting one didn't we where um it was due to settle a fortnight ago paperwork wasn't in banks weren't even informed of um the transaction so ato hadn't been involved there'd been yeah quite a lot of outstanding things mark i suppose what we should ask is what can some of the penalties be how serious is it if you're the one that's delaying a settlement um for a property transaction 
So the penalties, there's, uh, so everyone should know this, and we're not being lawyers here, but we're just giving like a mud map of what happens. Um, there is a two-week notice to complete period, so there's a bit of a backup plan for purchasers and a bit of, bit of a backup plan for sellers. Solicitors hate to use the backup plan. Um, purchasers often or agents often you get, you know, go, oh, don't worry, it should be right. you got two weeks there. You say that to a lawyer, they'll bite your head off. Now, the purchaser has to pay a penalty interest rate. Uh, that's in the contract that's been negotiated when they bought. Sort of sits around 8%, 10%, sometimes comes down lower. And that's a daily penalty interest rate, which can be fair, which can end up being like five, ten thousand 10000 in a week. So that's for the purchaser. Now, the vendor doesn't have a penalty interest rate for those first two weeks. That's called a notice to complete period. So what happens, it's the slap on the wrist yeah. that um, the purchaser gives the uh, seller or the seller gives the purchaser. If they don't settle on the exact day, they will be issued a notice. It's called a notice to complete. We're giving you a notice and we're going to be charging you the interest if it's going from the vendor to the purchaser, the notice to complete. The notice to complete. It was interesting in the scenario we went through yesterday, the, the purchasers, they had handed in their, their they terminated their tenancy that they were in. Um, they needed to be out of that tenancy on that day. Um, we worked out solutions in the end, but it just made it very, very awkward. But in this sense, it actually, there wasn't really much they could do to the vendor because the purchasers just had to wait because they needed a, a roof to go over their head in the next couple of days. So, yeah, it, yeah. Was, a bit of, it was a bit of an awkward one. And, but you know what, um, practicality always, like you'd think yourself what, as like a consumer or looking from the outside in of property selling, you'd think what a shit fight, but it always works out in some weird way, you know, when a property sold and it goes towards what we're talking about today, settlement, it just works, works out. Um, I've only ever seen uh, in 30 years of real estate, one property exchange and not go to settlement it's not off the plan. That wasn't off the plan. Was yeah. there? Was there? Just a normal, you know, house unit, blah blah. Just uh, 101, 20 year old property. I've never. It generally, like, and the reason I say that is because if you sell your property and you exchange and the sale goes on the sign, do you have to stress? Not at all. The odds are low. Yeah. Mm. Um, I found it also quite interesting, Mark. A property that we sold at auction. Um, a couple of weeks ago, settlement is coming up. Um, vendors sold the property at auction unconditionally. It passed reserve, sold sold well above reserve actually. Um, the property sold after that and auction is an unconditional transaction. Is there yeah. anything that you can do if one of the parties changes their mind? Um, in this case, I think the vendors wanted us to ask the purchasers if they wanted to um, rescind without penalty yep. um have, have you ever seen anything like that happen before or was that the first encounter with that you've ever had oh i've seen it happen before pretty freaky so when you when you sell a property and your owner rings you up and says yeah i've made it i've made a wrong decision i don't want to sell anymore can you call the purchaser and ask if they don't want to settle if we can just rip up the contract um and we did so um i rung i rung the purchase said hey you know, you can go, <laughs> the property, you know, you purchase. Yeah, well, the owner's a bit nervous. Well, the owner uh, wants to ask if you don't want to buy anymore. 
And then the purchasers are like, yeah, nah, we're definitely going ahead. Go back and tell the owners that well, we will not, you know, we are settling on the property. And I was like, okay. So I went back to the owners and went, yeah, look, unfortunately, these guys, um, you know, are definitely, you know, need to proceed. So, and you can understand that. You've invested a lot emotionally as a purchaser um, and uh, you feel like you've done the deal and you have. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's, that's, but, but put it this way, if that purchaser said, yeah, you know what, I'm feeling pretty uneasy about this as well, um, they could still mutually walk, uh, agree and walk away from the exchange and not settle. Yeah. So it all comes back down to just needing to be in an agreement and then yeah. putting everything back through writing with solicitors. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. Most of them go through. I remember the first, when I, when I first started off here, um, or first started off doing some some sales. The first transaction we did, it didn't settle on the day, and there were a lot of things that sort of went wrong for two or three days following. But then, as soon as it settles, you sort of fall back into peace and equilibrium. Um, but yeah. for the most part, it's it's straightforward. The solicitors are uh, always on top of their clients to make sure that they have everything ready and in place beforehand. Um, probably comes back down to having a good solicitor that is on the ball. I'm sure all of them are. Yeah. But- yeah, and just so everyone knows that that our, our agents really do a lot of the grunt work, leg work, even part of that legal work or whatever, uh, getting exchange, deposit and all that up until the exchange of contracts, which is when you see the sold go on the board. And then from that point, that's when you really see your lawyers kick in and they will take it up to the point of the key delivery, which we'll do, but that's, that's the settlement. Um, and then, so when that when it doesn't settle and shit does hit the fan, um, it's really that's when you you're right, James. That's when you see you know a good lawyer uh, acting for you, sledgehammering at home because this is you know potentially a half million dollar, million dollar deal, two three million dollar deal that these guys are doing, and it's all finite happening at one moment on a day. So they've got to make sure they got all their eggs, all their ducks lined up, um, yeah. and in one line. And Luke's, Luke's just commented saying, don't you love simultaneous settlements where two transactions settle at the same time, usually a buyer and a seller at the same time? Um, I've had a couple that go extremely well. And again, the other one, it falls into, they might have removalists booked for 11 o'clock and settlement was at 11 o'clock because they think that just means it just happens in a click of a finger. And um, yeah, it leads to some some difficult, difficult afternoons of stress for people. So um always advise people well, to yeah it can create a chain so say uh i want to buy a unit i'm 70 and i want to buy a unit and i've sold i'm selling my house so these chains of settlements simultaneous settlements can get bloody big uh up to six or seven property settlements on a day and what we mean by that is i can sell my um house to a lovely young couple one and then I, I go out and buy a um, I go out and buy my uh, a house, and I want to settle on that date too. The people that I buy the house from want to buy a townhouse, uh, and they want to settle on this. They they do a deal and they want to settle on that same day. So that's three. So I've seen chains where the first person in the chain stuffs up settlement and then it kicks all the way down the chain to six or seven other properties on the same day on the same hour not being able to settle because of a simultaneous settlement 
but it does that's, happen yeah that's a good point and i hadn't thought about that when there's when there's more than just the two typically you sort of just think it's just the the one doing a yeah, typically. Stuff, when it tips over and there's more and more and more yeah yeah my pressure and then what actually happens is no one really minds as much because they're getting hit for interest but then they're hitting the some they're hitting their buyer for interest yeah so in that in that chain there's really one person that get that ends up paying interest that can't recoup it and everyone else can can recoup because of simultaneous settlements yeah uh, interesting happens. wow it absolutely and that is exchanged but can't settle but um we're saying we're saying it with we're saying it without emotion. Yours was yours was pretty emotional this week, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, look, I think it's it always gets it always gets a little bit hairy when you know that there are going to be delays on the line. And um, again, these are people's lives we're talking about. They're moving into they purchased their biggest asset. They're moving out of their big, biggest asset. There's a lot happening in between, so it's a stressful journey for people and. Um, Sometimes when one little thing falls out of line, it can really throw the whole process out. Um, unfortunately for these buyers, the, the the vendor in this case had quite a lot of work to do to be able to settle. Um, so they were pushed to the brink, but we settled yesterday. They're happy. Um, yeah, good result in the end. So interesting learning. And they're pommies as well like you. Yeah, yeah, they're pommies just like me. <laughs> no bite no nibble i'm surprised um happy friday everyone have a great day that is our our uh, our episode sold but can't settle and uh hope you're well hope you're safe and hey it's looking good out there james with the um this news with covid so those percentages are smashing upwards aren't they yeah well the community is getting vaccinated pretty quickly at this rate and um, unbelievable seems like there's a little bit of a end in sight to some, to some, to some degree, opening back up. And also yeah. it's, it's spring now, Mark. It's not winter anymore. We it can be happy. Makes a difference. Makes a difference. Absolutely. In the house, you know, it's, yeah. um, yeah, good things are, good things are on the way. Happy days, everyone. Have a great day, James. Thanks for doing this today with us and, um, have a great day. <laughs>